best friends forever. Until one host says something wrong about the other host's favorite character. Why would you say such a thing? Talking all things supernatural and sci-fi television, it's Talking TV with Liz and Lindy of TeamTSD.com. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Talking TV with Liz and Lindy of PureFandom.com. I am Liz. And I'm Lindy. And we are super pumped for this podcast because we are talking all things Game of Thrones as the premiere yeah. six was this week. It's been a bleeping year, so um, how pumped were you for Sunday's show? <laughs> oh my gosh, we were so excited. I have to say, though, who in the like TV realm seriously put Fear the Walking Dead and Game of Thrones? At the exact same time. I, I know because I know that people have been giving fear, you know, their immediate reaction is that it's not that good, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But it's really freaking good, especially with the last couple of episodes. And it just sucks because now, how did you manage it? How did you actually watch it? Watch both the shows on Sunday. Oh my gosh, I didn't. I watched Fear the Walking Dead the next morning. Because you, I mean, you have to watch the Game of Thrones premiere. You have exactly. to. And then there's no right. way I'm staying up late to watch Fear the Walking Dead. You know, that's not how I roll. So I just watched it the next day. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's so stupid because those two shows, I feel like, have the same demographic of fans. You know what I mean? The same kind of type viewers are watching both of those shows, I would guess. Um, so I think that just really sucks because I think Game of Thrones is going to win out when it comes to which one people are going to watch live, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I was really excited and I thought it was probably the best season premiere of Game of Thrones yet. Do you agree with that? A hundred percent. I think, um, and every like I was going into it expecting it to be slow just because that's how it usually is. But we're at such right. a like climactic part of everyone's storyline that mm-hmm. I don't think there is any way it could have been slow. I think maybe the slowest part um was Arya's part, but that's only because we won't give any spoilers, something big's about to come with that. So I think that they just wanted to show her like, oh, she's still here. Like, we just mm-hmm. want to give y'all an update. Um, but I, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't call it slow. It was just kind of like a necessary yeah. update. Yeah, it was. It was like it, nothing really important happened. It was just like, hey, she's here. Something's going to happen. Um, because really, people weren't, the way it ended with her, um, unless you follow things online, maybe some people didn't know that she was actually blind or what was really going on with her. I mean, if you read stuff on the internet, you know that, but some viewers may not have really came to conclusions about what was going on with her right now. So I guess it was necessary right. for those viewers. Um, yeah, but other than that, holy crap. I mean, where should we even start? <laughs> Okay, so let's kind of start. Well, well, let's start with, so, of course, we cover Game of Thrones on purefandom.com. We provide updates, uh, weekly recaps that are super hilarious mm-hmm. when you check it out. So I'm going to kind of go off the yep. outline of that. And then Entertainment Re- Weekly has released some news, so I thought we could enter those tidbits. But let's first talk about 
Jon Snow, like, he's dead, people. Get over it. He's done. Mm-hmm. He donezo. Um, but let's talk about how awesome it was that it just made me feel so good that, like, his squad was still there for him. They were like, we don't care if we go down dying fighting for him. Like, this is bullshit. I loved that. I know. I liked think? it, but, like, where were they when he <laughs> needed them? And where the hell was Ghost? You know what I mean? Like, a little too late, right? A little too late. Well, I yeah, it is too little too late. I mean, they obviously planned that super well because it was just some of them that murdered him. And it looked mm-hmm. like maybe they had locked Ghost up. And I swear to goodness, if they weren't going to unlock Ghost from his crate thingy with that whining, I almost couldn't take it. It was like eating at my heart. <laughs> I know. And then we have this whole thing of, okay, so... Really, the only people that saw that huge attack with the White Walkers were all of these wildlings, right? And so they kind of know what kills the wildlings. They know how big the army is. They saw the dead rise. Um, Well, are they not going to let the wildlings into Castle Black now? Are are they not going to believe the wildlings on what they saw? Like, what is even going to happen there? Um, I feel like there's going to be an issue there because the wildlings know what's coming and they don't really have anywhere to go right now either. Um, and then you've got half the people at Castle Black not wanting to deal with them. So it looks like that's where Melisandre is going to, well, Melisandre or whatever the fuck her name is, is going to come in. Um, because mm-hmm. according to, um, Stannis's ex right-hand man, Sir Darvos Seaworth, he said, you know, I've seen her do some trickery, which we'll get to her latest trickery here in a second. <sighs> I think maybe she will some something will happen to where she'll get the wildlings inside to either a, you know, take over Castle Black so they can defend against the White Walkers, b mm-hmm. bring Jon Snow back. It could be a combination of a and b, um, as uh, Azara High, you know, mm-hmm. Aziz I'm sorry <laughs> to be the savior of you know the world or whatever. Um, but she's going to do some sort of trickery to let them in. I mean, let's be honest. The watch is no match for Melisandre. Like, let's be real here. Like, um, now that which, we know that there's some weird stuff going on with her. Can exactly. we just talk about so it let's, now? Let's just, yeah, I'll say let's talk about it because Entertainment Weekly did a little interview with her as well. Um, yes. So, as we know, the necklace that she wears, that red, garnet, scarlet, whatever garnet red necklace, um, shields her. Uh, true self, which is a severely old woman with titties that sag down to her kneecaps. Um, <laughs> that has been revealed, and it looks like she had given up, like she was just done. Or it's either that she has given up, or I heard another interesting fan theory. It's not that she's given up, it's that she realizes that she has to sacrifice herself, you know, meaning using all of her power in order to bring Jon Snow to his prophecy of being Azara High. And maybe that's why she's just like, all right, I'm just going to reveal my true self now. Like, I got to give this ish to Jon Snow. I mean, I don't think he would look that great in a red choker, but, like, you got to do what you got to do. I think that's just how she goes to bed each night. She's just, you know, she's like, (laughs) I got to get undressed. Got to take my choker off. All right, look at myself in the mirror. Girl, you still look good even without that choker on. Look into bed. You know, how has right. nobody realized this about her? Like, Stannis never just happened to see her without her choker on. Like, what? 
find that hard. That to wouldn't surprise me. I mean, that I don't know. That wouldn't surprise me. She's a tricky bitch. I mean, and she, mm-hmm. she so. The actress, Ms. Van Houten, said that her character is 400 years old. So, I mean, she's had some, some time to figure it out. Like, remember when you Probably first started dating Brad? Like, oh, she has to. And, like, when I first started dating my husband, I, like, wouldn't go number two, like, at his house. You know, like, I just kind of, like, figured oh, it yeah, out. Oh, yeah, that but, was like, mortifying at first. Exactly. So you just like figure it out, you know, like how to hide Great your analogy. Your true thing. Thank you. I just tried to like Pretty make much it, exactly. you know, relatable for everyone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Great job. Oh God. So I just hope, and I always, I keep forgetting too that it, you know it was like season one or season two. I can't freaking remember when Arya was with the Hound and they come across the Lord of Light dudes and that guy comes back to life yeah. and it was like you know, the gazillionth time he'd done it or whatever. So it is possible. It's just there. I don't know. It's possible. I'm just curious to see what happens. Game of Thrones, that was a huge surprise for me. And I love mm-hmm. being surprised. So I'm just going to kind of leave that up to the writers to just keep me wowed on that one. It's crazy because I love it because now it's it's even more awesome that the book readers you know, they don't know what's going on or what's going to happen. So there's no way that we can be spoiled and we have, we can't go looking around online for answers. I'm, I love that. (laughs) It's like a new feeling with this show. I know because, well, and well, you know, I'm horrible about it, but I've kind of accepted that I will get a spoiler eventually. So I just get Mm -hmm. like a black hole of like Google death. And I did that with, Mm -hmm. The Walking Dead, I looked up everything about Negan. Why did I do that? So now I, I know pretty much probably what's going to happen. And I'm yeah. glad I don't do that with Walking Dead. So great point. Or I mean with Game of Thrones. Yeah. Hey, Awesome. Uh, um, let's talk about Brynn. So her dreams came true. How wait, awesome Brynn? Brynn. Yeah. I thought you said Brynn. Yeah. Okay. No, sorry. No, Brynn. I know. Brand of talk. She was, she was so happy. Like, I have not seen anyone that happy in the show. Like, no one in Game of Thrones has ever been as happy as Brienne was in that moment of being accepted by Sansa. Yep, pretty much. And how cute was BPP? He was adorable. BPP? Yeah, what we call Podrick in our recap, Big Peen Podrick. Oh. <laughs> that's my nickname for him BPP okay. yeah um you know and telling her was, like what she needs to say in the oath and all that stuff it was adorable yeah he was so sweet and oh my god I love him and I'm so glad that we could see Theon not be such a pathetic piece of shit and actually step up I mean it's nice to see that he still has somewhat of himself intact, even after all of that extensive torture um, and brainwashing. That was really nice to see him, and he was going to sacrifice himself for her. I think that was so amazing. Plus, I think, you know what, though? After going in that river in the freezing cold, I think they would have died because they didn't even take their clothes off or get some of the, like, um, freezing clothes off of their body. They were basically sitting in an ice wall, and I just don't think it's humanly possible for them to survive that situation, but I'm just saying. 
No, it's a seriously valid point. I mean, there are so many unbelievable things in the show. I'm just like, whatever. Like, like yeah, dragons? we're sitting there dissecting, like, the dragons. Um, I know. Let's get to dragons. So, oh, Brianna okay. Tars, woo, yay, Sansa. Let's just talk about dragons just because I want to. Can we please see Tyrion on a dragon already? Everyone knows that he's a Targaryen. We've talked about this theory a million times. For those of you that have not heard this theory, the um, long story short of it is when Tywin, Tyrion's father, was handed the king to the Mad King, it says in the books that the Mad King took certain liberties of Tywin, meaning his wife, and his wife became pregnant with Tyrion while he was, work- while he was handed the king, gave birth to the imp, that as they call him, and everyone thinks that he's Targaryen. In the books, T- Tyrion is even more obsessed with uh, dragons, so we think it's kind of inevitable, and maybe he'll be one of the three writers. I think he's going to write on the green one. You heard it here first. I'm ready. It probably won't happen in this season, but I think that might be one of the big cliffhangers at the end of the season. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, and I think so, and I want to actually go back and talk about John for just a second, because I had a theory that I didn't tell you about, that Brad wears Ooh, yeah. a theory, but it's not. So, <laughs> there's a theory that everybody's heard of, I'm guessing at this point, that John, we won't even go into it, but that John is part Targaryen, um, has dragon blood in him. So, you know, we know that they filmed a funeral scene, because... We saw it on set, and John said that, or um, Kit Harrington said that was the funeral scene. They're going to burn him on, like, a pyre or whatever. What if when they mm-hmm. go to burn him in his funeral pyre, he doesn't burn because he's Targaryen? Like, you know how Khaleesi can't be burned? And he, Melisande, like, resurrects him as he's getting burned, and he walks out of the fire, out of his funeral pyre, just like Khaleesi did when they tried to burn her. Ooh! That's a really good theory. That's a really good theory. And it would be, well, it would be interesting to see, too, because once we see them burning his body, we'd be like, no, don't burn his body. That means he's gone. And then he doesn't burn. And then Millisand is like, oh, wait, what the fuck? And then she goes over there and does her witchy shit. Boom. Mm-hmm. Boom. I'm just saying. Boom, 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 boom. Brad thinks that it's, he's like, I already told, I told Brad that last night. And he's like, I already told you that theory. And I said, no. You didn't. And then he said, yes, he did. And then we got in an argument about whose Game of Thrones theory it was, because those are the kinds of things Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm claiming it for myself. Um, anyway, so that's that. But back to Tyrion. Okay, so he's in Moraine with Varys, right? Um, and they saw the city on fire. So if Khaleesi doesn't come back soon... Like, that whole, with the dragon, why don't they just let the dragons out? Well, I guess they can't control the dragons. This is a very serious situation. Right. It's a serious situation. <laughs> super serious. The super serious, um, guys. Khaleesi... <laughs> so. Please come back. Let's talk about Khaleesi. So, I thought it was yeah. awesome that she was like, you know, I'm Khal Drogo's you know, yeah. widow Khaleesi, whatever. And he's like, Oh, sorry, my bad girl. You got to go to that one place, which seriously probably isn't that bad because if I was with a bunch of other widowed Khaleesi's, they probably weren't treated, treated as well as Daenerys was towards the end of her relationship with Drogo. It's probably mm-hmm. like spring break there. And then whenever a new Khaleesi comes, they just <laughs> pretend they're like mourning and sad, but they're really like just all up on milk of the poppy 
like having parties, rocking it out. I would, right? You were treated like shit for most of your life. You're right. But Khaleesi Dang. wants to take over the entire world. So that's not going to work for her. But Jora, oh, but she can just hang there for a little bit, you know? Well, as soon as Drogon stops being a bitch and comes out, stops pouting and comes to get her, then they'll be fine. He's, he just needs to get it together. He's a powder for sure. Like, he just needs to stop pouting. It's getting really the frustrating. Worst. Yeah. He's the worst dragon ever. He, but we already know she's he's going to come back around because in the previews we saw his big shadow or whatever. So we're just waiting, Drogon. Waiting. Exactly. Um, okay, so that's what's going on with Khaleesi. We know that he's going to come back and she's going to come back and then Tyrion's going to be like, oh, look, I hopped on the green one. And she'll be like, cool. So that's good. Let's go. Um, uh, <gasps> Ramsey's dad, Ruth, still thinks he's a little bitch, oh. which he is. Called him out for his games he played with Sansa. Reminded him. You know, I think what Ruth Bolton did, I think this was a test for Ramsey. And mm-hmm. Ramsey's failing, and he knew he failed. Because in order to be king of, you know, the North or in any sort of leadership position, Ruth knows that you, like, you have to play the game. You can't play just your own game. And he said, you played your game to Sansa, and she left. Like, do you not realize she's the only reason that you have a chance at being king of the North? Like, yeah, unless but you, you know Sansa, he's gonna you don't get... got shit. Yeah. But you know he's... And that's what Ruth was saying. Ramsey. He was like... Yeah. He's like, yeah. if my, wife, but... my wife's going to have a kid, and then he's going to be there, so buck the fuck up, or... He's going to kill know. that kid, or the wife, though. He knows that. Kill them in a heartbeat. Yeah, but but it still doesn't mean he's the heir because he needs Sansa in order to take over the North. So it's like you can still kill them, but you need Sansa. You know, he's like you don't. He said a lot, something along the lines in like some eloquent, you know, way. Yeah. Uh, Without Sansa, you don't have the North. So. Sorry about you, Ramsey. And then he's like, oh, I love you to his crazy bitch ex-girlfriend. And then he's like, oh, you can feed her to the dogs. But, like, seriously, she probably wants that anyways. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, my God. I hate him and that whole storyline. I don't – the fact that they brought him back up in this first episode means they're going to be doing more stuff with the Boltons. I just hate them so much. Hate them. I know. All my heart. Soul, um, but you know what I thought the craziest part of the premiere was. Um, are you talking about Dorn? And, yeah, yeah, that was insane. I'm, like Alaria is a psycho bitch. Mm-hmm. Hell hath mm-hmm. no fury like a Dorn woman scorned. I mean, <laughs> so they killed Dorn Martell. Uh, right. They killed Tristan Dorn's son, and they weren't even classy about it. And is then, it because his name was Tristan? Um, Tristane. Tristane. Tristan. Tristane. Whatever. Um, yeah. So who do you think will take the place? Like, I don't think Ilaria wants to rule. I think she just wants a different ruler. And also, I read that in the books, there's another son, but he, like, dies or something. So I, I think they're just, like, mm-hmm. ignoring that fact altogether. So I wonder... No, I think she's going to be, I think she's going to. I think you she's think? I can't see her like one. Yeah. 
I mean, who else is there? There's nobody else in play. I think that's her point. I think that is because she wants control and retribution for um, Oberyn's death. And the only way that's going to happen is if she's pulling all the strings and making, you know, everyone do what she wants them to do. But I thought Tristane's death was the nastiest thing I've ever seen. I was not expecting that, and I wish I never saw it. Her and her stupid daughters are about to get speared through the face themselves by the mountain because that resurrected oh, yeah. of this is going to mess people up. And we need yeah. to hate, I feel like we need to hate, you know, one of them more than the mountain. Like, if it's two people we hate, we're just like, meh. And if we really, mm-hmm. really hate Oberyn's daughters, I mean, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'll probably be rooting for the mountain. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, and I, I, I mean, yeah. Marcella was, I mean, yeah, she was a child of incest, but like, she couldn't help where she came from. She didn't deserve to die like that. Her hair was beautiful, and with the dress, she looked like Princess Peach. Really sad. She did. She did look like Princess Peach, that poor thing. I know. Oh, God. It was, and then, like, right after she's like, Dad, I know. I know I'm incest, but I love you. It was like, oh, that was, I mean, I actually feel bad for Jamie. We've liked Jamie for a while now, though. Well, will we continue, though? No, because I thought they're making out in the promo. Yeah, that was nasty as hell. So in one of um, Entertainment Weekly's interviews, Nicolas Costel-Werdu, a.k.a. the name I attempted to pronounce correctly of the actor that plays Jamie, um, you know, he kind of teased saying that he, his whole family is gone now. You know, Tyrion is gone. Tywin is permanently gone. Um, his wife is, or his mother is obviously dead. Uh, his kids, two of his kids are dead. So Cersei's like kind of all he has. And when he says, you know, it's just me and you, he truly will seek vengeance for Marsala's death. And it's, and for what the High Sparrow did, you know, to Cersei. So he might get blinded a little bit by vengeance and all this, you know, development that he's, had in these last couple of seasons just it might fall apart you know this this honor that he's had I don't know what do you think yeah yeah I don't know it's like I I don't know why but I never have predictions when it comes to the two of them he grossed me out um Jamie I really <laughs> like I haven't really liked him since he parted ways with Brianne um Cersei, I think, is going to get what's coming to her when Marjorie gets out, because I think Marjorie will get out. Also, oh, Brad, yeah. Can yeah, Brad can obviously hear me doing this podcast right now, and he just texted me his own prediction about Jon Snow. Oh, my God, that's adorable. So, okay, let's do another John thing. Okay, so here's Brad's prediction. It has to do with something okay, that Okay, Brad is before. your husband, for those viewers that are new. Yeah, get to know him. Uh, you should know. No, he... So this kind of has something from the book in it, but I'm not sure if it's a spoiler, but if it is, sorry, I guess. Okay, so he says in the, <laughs> book, the red, <laughs> in the books, the Red Woman uses magic to disguise Mance Raider. So when he, Mance gets burnt to death, he doesn't actually Who's die. Mance? Mance Raider? Who's Mance? Mance was that other character. I don't know who you're talking about. Hold on. 
Mance was Mance was the leader of the wildlings, I think, that looked like How do you spell it? Hair. The red hair guy? Mance. Mance. No. He was the king that got killed in front of Jon Snow. Oh, Mance. the wild. Where, yeah. That's right. Mance is the guy that um, Jon Snow shot the arrow through yeah, to, spare to kill out of mercy when he was being burnt. Yes, that's exactly right. Okay, sorry. Okay, keep going. Okay. So she clouded okay, magic so when he was being burned. He doesn't actually die. Someone else does. Perhaps this is the same with Snow, a vision for... Hold it. A wildling was magicked into snow. Then snow was stabbed to death, but death isn't dead. Isn't dead when it's someone else. So say he thinks that maybe Jon Snow was magicked out of Jon Snow. Um, my only qualm with that <laughs> is that that Melisande was like super duper surprised to see him dead and she was among his friends and then in private mm-hmm. she also looked a little like fuck what do I do next so mm-hmm. I don't know if I think that would be valid I don't know though what do you think yeah I have no idea I like my my theory about John getting burned at the pyre because we know that your theory yeah, because we already, yes, it's mine. And we already know that scene is going to happen because we've seen it. Spoiler photo from the set. Yes, Carrington confirmed it. Okay. I All also right. think, yeah, and I also think there's like a 75% chance he's actually dead. So. Just oh, I think he's dead for sure. Like, he's 100% dead. He's either coming back, like dead back forever. or forever. Save your dude or, you know, there's like a deal with death that he can only come back to fulfill the prophecy and then he dies again or some shit like that. Um, Let's talk about Marjorie really quick. So, first of all, speaking of unrealistic things, her hair is not even dreading. Like, I would be makeshifting a fucking high bun by that point. It's one of your dreads. Amazing. I mean, it's yeah. not even dreading. It looks amazing. That's because she's amazing. And I can't believe she got to keep her hair. Well, she hasn't done her parents yet. She hasn't confessed. She hasn't confessed. And she's done her getting out, though. Sure. And did you see that um, it looked like they were going to take that city back, you know? That's what you were talking about, right, with the mountain and Jamie and all of them. I think they're going to take that city back, kick the oh, yeah, for sure. Pharaoh out of there. Mark Tommen's going to get Marjorie out somehow. And then I think Marjorie and her grandma are going to do something crazy to try to get Cersei out of the picture. They have to. Agreed. As much as like the high sparrow thing is running for. Yeah. 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 Yes. I'm just excited. I thought that was such a promising first episode. It was so good. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I think, um, like, even with Tyrion showing him struggling, you know, to manage the city, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's exploring all the different... I like how they showed him, like, kind of walking through everything that he has to deal with. Like, okay, there's the people rioting, there's the people saying, okay, what will we do now that the queen is gone? You know, what do we do about those one jokers and the crazy math? So eventually he's going to get <laughs> to 
his the checklist on the checklist dragons. Like, okay, what the fuck do we do about the dragons now? So I think it's mm-hmm. going to be um I'm really, really excited. I want them to get get there soon. I know that the budget has been increased for Game of Thrones, but I want to increase more, like I'm ready. Uh mm-hmm. CGI some dragons. That's what everyone wants to see. Uh, let's be honest. And there's there are rumors that the last couple of seasons of Game of Thrones will have half the amount of episodes, and I wonder if that's because mm-hmm. they'll just, like, blow them out even more because we'll have to have dragons in almost every scene. So maybe that's the reason yeah. as well. I think, and I was just um, a statement in front of me, but the creators had said something about not wanting to drag it out past the point of where the stories were going to be going. So I'm thinking George R. R. Martin has it, like, wrapped up within a certain timeline that they can't really drag out. Um and I'm sure a lot of it has Which to do with budget. Which I'm fine with. Yeah, and it's the most expensive show, like, on television. And think about how big that cast is. I have to pay and everything. It's so expensive. So, I mean, yeah, and like you said, with the dragons, CGIing those, because there's going to be a lot of dragons, I think, soon. Um, it's, not, it's crazy. It's just hard. It's hard. It's real hard. Yeah, it had um, the HBO actually broke their overall viewership record with 10.7 million. Um, oh yeah, but but their on-air numbers were not as high. I mean, streaming numbers had the most on-air numbers, not so much. But uh, yeah, they only had um, the overall viewership is up nine percent from last year's season five premiere. But mm-hmm. it wait, where did it say it it's down? Hold on, I'm looking at the stats right now. Oh, it was down one percent from last year. The nine PM mm-hmm. premiere. One percent. Okay, so why are they even talking about this? It's flying it. Um but yeah, there are tons and tons of new theories. Make sure you check out purefandom.com um in our Game of Thrones fandom page. We're posting fun content all the time. There's our other other lighthearted news there, um, like an entire post dedicated to Jon Snow's hair. Um, <laughs> theories, predictions, and of course, we'll be talking theories on num- a number of our Con Radio podcasts. You can also check us out on Twitter and Instagram at pure underscore fandom. Um, and yeah. any other news? We have a Comic Con coming up soon, right? In about a month. Yeah. So we've got um, we have got Philly coming up, and it is going. To be amazing. It's from June 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Um, it's We're going to be there, so that's going to be amazing. We're going to be doing a Game of Thrones fan panel, a Walking Dead fan panel, and I think even a Marvel fan panel, so it's going to be amazing. Um, so aside from our awesomeness, there's some incredible celebrity guests, okay? Tom Hiddleston, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, John Cena, Michael J. Fox, Norman Rita, Sebastian Stan, David Duchovny, Stephen Amell, Haley Atwell, Christopher Lloyd, Anthony Mack. Holy shit! James Darcy, like, I can't even, like, I'm overwhelmed. And my Nick Pelleggi, Billy Boyd, Sean Patrick Flannery, that is not even all of them. It is going to be freaking amazing. So if you're anywhere near Philly, you know, like within like a 7,000 mile radius, you should probably be there. I'm just saying. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Can't wait. 
Uh, we'll probably be giving away some, well, we'll definitely be doing giveaways during the convention. We'll probably be doing more giveaways leading up to it, so make sure you check out our social. And uh, I think that's all we have for you today. I think that is it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we can't wait to talk more about the, um, the Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, as the season goes on. Um, and we will catch you next week right here on Con Radio. Capes out. Capes out.